The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Towards the end of Rav Schwab's life, he called over a very wealthy benefactor that is a, a Yekish Yid. I happen to know him personally, he happens to be a, a relative of mine. And I spoke to him about this story personally, but Rav Schwab calls him into his apartment in Washington Heights. And he was already very old, very sick, very frail. And he says, listen, he says, the yeshiva, the Breuer's yeshiva, yeshiva Shamshraf al-Hirsh, has a $1 million deficit. We owe a million dollars. It's a lot of money. It was, I think it was 800000 close to a million dollars. We haven't paid our abayim in several months. We haven't paid our teachers, our vendors. He says, I'm about to go up to the Elama Emes. I'm about to die. I'm about to go up to the Elama Emes. How am I going to face God in heaven? Me, the Ish Emes. Everyone saw oh, Rabbi Schwab, Ish Emes, and propriety, and, uh, and, and trustworthiness, and being honest and impeccably, you know, uh, meticulous with your dealings. Uh, baloney. I'm, I'm, I'm going up to Shemaim. I haven't paid my Rabbeim and my teachers in months because we're lacking a huge hole in our, in our budget. And I don't, I can't face the Kisak covered like this. I don't have the money. You have the money. This person is a very, very wealthy businessman, extremely, extremely wealthy. He says, I don't have the money. You have the money. Do me a favor. Gift the yeshiva the amount that we need so I could die. I could go up to the Elam Emes and, and I could be sin free. And my relative told me that he started schwitzing. The, the way the story goes in the, in the public is that he gave him the check. Fine. You know, Gesundheit. not how it went. He went down to his car because even if you have a lot of money, you still, it's not easy to write out a check for a million dollars. Just not. Now you could be a billionaire. It's still not easy. It's just, it's a lot of money to give over. And he was sitting in his car and he was like thinking about it and he was schwitzing and he wasn't so sure. And if Schwab had told him, listen, go think about it and I'm, and then go home. I'm going to call you and you'll, you'll give me your answer. And hopefully it will be the answer that I expect. And. He said he was schwitzing. He didn't know what to do. And he wanted it. He didn't know back and forth. He comes up to his apartment just as he comes into his, his apartment. He didn't live in Washington Heights. He lives, he lives elsewhere, but he comes into, into his apartment and the phone rings. It's from Schwab. He says, did you make a decision? He says, yes. What was the decision? He says, I will do it, but I need time to get the money together. He says, from now until the yeshiva dinner is three months, let's say, I don't know exactly the amount of time, is I'll pay you every week another installment, whatever that amount is, a huge amount of money. And he says, and by the yeshiva dinner, I will be whole. I will, I, will, I will completely fulfill my pledge. And he did that. Every week went by, gave another 50000 whatever it was, until finally the week of the, of the yeshiva dinner came, and he, he paid everything in full. The day... After he paid everything in full, Rav Shab was nifter. And by the way, the story goes that when Rav Shab was nifter, he was on his deathbed, and and this happened. You see stories like this with other gedolim, but he was as he was dying, he was like his hands started lifting. He was in very very sick. He was like not able to move. His hands lifted. He says, "Tate, Mama, Vishen, it's so it's so beautiful to see you again." In other words, his parents were coming to embrace him and to escort him up to the Kisar Kavit, to escort him up to Shemayim. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. 
storiestoinspire.org.